This Tuesday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As they continued their journey, Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. If we were to live life as a gift, I can tell you that this would be the best remedy to almost all of the problems that we encounter every day. If we were more grateful, we would avoid much of the bitterness, complaints, anguish, sadness, anger, and all of the things that you can possibly imagine. And when I talk about living our lives, I mean everything, from our very existence to being able to get out of bed and breathe to the tiniest detail that helps us discover that everything that we are and have is a gift and that the most essential things in life don't depend on us. And so, today, I propose that you and I begin our day by giving thanks. Only a person who does not appropriate things, one who acknowledges that everything is a gift, can truly feel grateful and give thanks. How difficult this can be When we live in a world where everything can be bought and sold, where everything has a monetary value, and where this slowly numbs our ability to recognize what in reality has no value, precisely because its value cannot be calculated. We cannot place a price on that which is truly essential and necessary. This is an exercise that all of us should do. Right now, if you can, get down on your knees or look up at the sky. Gaze at a place that helps you concentrate or close your eyes or do anything you need to do to be able to say to God, your Father, thank you. Thank you for everything. Name all those graces that you have received. Try also to give thanks for those things that you don't particularly want to be grateful for. Those things which seem to have had no meaning in your life and events which may have seemed unnecessary or even undesired at the time. Give thanks to God for what is pleasant and for what is not so pleasant. I assure you that if we could all learn to be more grateful, our lives would be different. We would even look at each other in a different manner. With this beautiful and famous scene, today's glimpses of the gospel teaches us that the essence of life is not always what it appears to be at first glance. It teaches us that we must learn to make good choices in life and that there are things that are priceless that we cannot buy and that if we learn to cultivate certain values, no one will be able to take them away from us. And our greatest value, the very best that we can aspire to, is Jesus. Being grateful is not always manifested by doing things, as Martha did by wanting to serve Jesus. But the primary attitude of one 
who knows how to express gratitude for a person's presence is to listen. That is what Jesus needs from us. That is what we need as brothers. And that is what we should also do as a church. So, today, let us all unite in wanting to be like Mary, who sat at Jesus' feet and listened to his word. We want to seek the conviction that being at Jesus' feet is not wasting our time. We need to realize that setting our hearts on what is important is precisely what we need in order to live in peace and to build a world of peace. We want to stop hearing the voices of this world that want us to believe that doing is the most important thing and that we must continue doing things, sometimes without a clear sense of direction, just because doing seems to be the way to go and appears to garner the most followers. How much of this interpretation do we live today in the church? The church always runs the risk of falling into the tempting trap of doing for the sake of doing, believing that this is the way. Today more than ever, the church needs to beware of falling into the spiritual worldliness of which Pope Francis spoke so much. Doing for the sake of doing, and taking pride in the mere fact of doing, is to feel and think as the world thinks, without taking the time to pause and discern. The world rushes on, overtaking everything in its path. It doesn't pause to consider people's hearts. Quite to the contrary, it can even use people's hearts and emotions to safeguard appearances and look good. The world believes that doing, building, boasting, maintaining the appearances of what it does and strutting is an end goal in and of itself, and this empty activity is what will make one sleep peacefully. As a result, at times even within the church, there are those who take advantage of the poor and needy to show off their solidarity and to project the image of being good and charitable. Many of us carry in our hearts that proverbial busybody who's so busy doing and trying to safeguard appearances. It's so easy to worry and become anxious about trivialities while forgetting what is truly essential and can never be taken away from us even if we were to lose everything. That is the wisdom of the gospel and of saints, such as St. Francis of Assisi, who said to his brothers, Remember that when you leave this earth, you can take nothing that you have received, but only what you have given. A full heart enriched by honest service, love, sacrifice, and courage. What we give is what lasts and remains forever. What has value is what we give of ourselves, and the best thing we can give to others is Jesus and His love. The best is to give ourselves as opposed to things. Martha was a very good woman. She is even a saint. But that day, when she was with Jesus, she made a poor choice. That day, the error of her ways was just like ours. When we wear out ourselves in things that don't add up or don't bring out the best in us, instead of focusing on Jesus, who is so often right in front of us, in the poor person on the street, within our family, in the church, in the adoration of the cross, or in a visit to a sick person. So often we forget what's best, and we get lost in what is unnecessary. So let's stop worrying about things that don't last, about things that aren't necessary. Let us learn from Martha, who is wrong and who helps us not to be wrong. Let us learn from Mary, who knew how to choose the best, even though her sister accused her of not helping her. 
Let us not accuse each other, and instead, let's learn to always choose the best. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.